Uh, hi, everyone. What's Bacteriorized. up? So Chris and I were talking last week. I know you were, dude. And Every day. He said, I'm at my best when I'm following my curiosity. That's true. That might be an oversimplification. That's, that's the gist is right. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure out what am I curious about? Because a lot of the times I, for this, I haven't been, okay, I haven't been following that curiosity. I've been like trying to find the best question to ask. Okay. So one of my curiosities was like, I, and I asked both of you to come up with some ups and downs for the week because that's where my curiosity went was like, how, how does a week, what does a week look like in your eyes? Like, how many ups, how many downs? What's a general week feel like for you? So, that's the topic for today. Yeah. What were your ups and downs for last week? What's your general... I actually like the concept of what's a general week look like more so, because I think that's where people might have misnomers when they think about, like, I would assume companies and owners and people maybe in, like, upper leadership is... Measuring in weeks is super... That guy sounds like he's riding a chainsaw. I know. Basically Jeez. is. <laughs> I typically, it's hard to measure in weeks for me. Because weeks, the, the touch points are usually great, but they're in service of bigger projects and progressions, right? So, like, it feels different. You don't, I actually don't feel often in my weeks like I have big wins when it comes down to projects but i do find that i get more small wins and that would come down to connections and conversations that maybe otherwise or the people listening might feel which we can make them not feel this way but might feel mundane if you were to break them down they might feel like oh that's cool you know like oh that's a nice conversation but those conversations are the are the building blocks for the bigger projects that we're working on and in the same way there don't feel like tons of losses either because of what we're working towards. They become like smaller, again, like building block coaching conversations. So I actually struggled when you wrote me that because I'm like, well, the the wins and losses, like personally, it's weird and hard. I, I don't, that's that, why I say, that's why I wasn't phrasing it as wins and losses when I messaged you. I yeah. was phrasing it as what was your ups and downs? Like for yeah. me, for example, I had a high of, um, I was getting to the point where I was just designing the passport and I had all the information I needed for it. The passport is this mm-hmm. system that we're working on for training and mm-hmm. growth for our team members. And uh, it was Thursday and I thought I have everything. And I started putting it together thinking, okay, cool. I'm going to come on Friday. We're going to have our meeting and I'm going to share it and be like, Hey, it's almost there. It's almost ready. Yeah. And then a low was like, come on Friday and there's actually more work to do. And I'm like, ah, high for me was like, I'm being really productive. I'm getting there. Yeah. It's almost done. And then like the, my legs were sweeped out from underneath me with it where it's like, actually, no. Yeah. You got to do more. <laughs> so that's what I mean when I say high and a low. What was the low? What was the reason for the low? Was it because you wanted to be done with it and you were proud of it or the work that you had to do on it was just not super exciting or I think because I'm excited to see it finished. Yeah. And I'm excited to see the final thing and for people to like use it 
because I can picture it in my head. So I was excited for it to be that much closer to the finish line. Um, and then also Fridays are hard for me because I want to keep going. I want to carry that momentum, but then it's like, no, it's actually Friday and you, you, need, to, break. you need to stop. Or it's like, oh, okay, I'm stopping now. Uh-huh. It's hard to kill that momentum. So that's the idea of like, what were you working on last week? What was a high in it and what was a low? And what are the... Because I'm just curious. I'm curious to know, Chris, every time you walk into the roastery and I ask you how you are, you're like, I'm awesome all the time. True. But is that true? It's a fact. I mean, well, how... I don't know. That's why it's How like, open are you feeling right now? Are you feeling reasonably open? Always. Great. Because my highs and lows have to do with you with directly. Me. So Great. we can just talk about that. <laughs> um, a couple weeks I ago... I would too. And some of the... Some of the lows don't, I don't know, they don't nag at me every week. Something will kind of build up or I'll realize that I'm off course. So last right. week, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we went out to dinner. It yep. was me, you, and Mark, and we were kind of looking ahead and just my intention was to lay the foundation, which was in a nutshell, without going through the whole, you know, hour and a half we chatted, my gut feeling is we can do anything here we have a good team and we're capable of so much more than we're doing right now it's our job to provide this vision but within that vision we're going to need to shake things up a little bit to get to where we ultimately want to go like we can't keep doing the same things we've been doing and expect to grow in some crazy way and part of the things that i was looking for were one let's just set the table on what it's like to work with someone like me who i'm just Everybody's got their own quirks, yeah. and it's important that within a team, everybody knows how everybody's personality is manifesting so that they don't get caught off guard. There's that chainsaw guy again. Chainsaw's back. I bet he just got his new Ducati, and he's like, I'm riding this up and down the Balloon block. Chainsaw's ready. And then the other part of it was to just lay down some some expectations of, here's what I expect in that. And we have our we have our values system, which you know, sets up company wide, but I was talking with Charles and I was asking him cause he's had such great success with his team. I was like, you seem like you have really good success with your team. They always, you're always producing things. They're always getting things done. You know, how does it work? And he said, I don't think of myself as an incredibly inspirational leader or, you know, someone who people are just going to naturally follow. My biggest strength has been picking people that'll work well with me and, being 100% honest with what it's going to be like to work with me so that I get that good that good fit, good working relationship. So we were talking about that. And it was a good dinner. And then, you know, we got into work the next week and I don't know what it was. It was it was one night, my low was not, it was a, it was a nighttime thing. I think it was Tuesday night. I was just like laying in bed. Night lows. And one of the things that we had talked about in that meeting was this default can-do attitude. Like, anything's possible. Like, yes, start with yes, we can do this. Then we'll start working on it. And then the problems will present themselves or we can talk about the problems as well. But one of the things that I struggle with a lot is when I'll throw an idea out there and then all I get back is this tidal wave of why it won't work. 
And I'm not saying that we should ignore those things. You know, it, we don't want to go in blind and just like, whoo, everything's great. Everything's is perfect. But I think one of the strengths of something that's being built, you know, it's that startup mentality where you have to believe that the thing is possible, even if you don't have any proof of it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a gut feeling that for me and you, Jared, I think this whole company is built off of. We don't, we don't have any proof that this thing's going to work. And there's a million ways that it can go wrong. So it's really important for us to just start with that first piece of the puzzle, which is believing that it is possible. Like, mm-hmm. yes, and, yes, and. It's almost like that improv. Continued iteration. Improv mindset, yeah. And then the problems will present itself. Um, so we had had a meeting, I don't know if it was Monday. It was Monday, I think, because I asked to meet with you and Mark together. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure... The day's irrelevant. Whatever. We met. I think it was a Friday. It was a Friday. It was perhaps. a Friday because we were having our, con- our converging. Right. Our the night was humid. Yeah, we had a, we had a half, hour, half hour convergence, and we talked about content and going forward and what it's going to take. And I was caught off guard because coming off of the, the dinner, I was feeling really good. And then I just saw your face when I was talking, and it was just like, oh. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. It was like sunk in. And for everybody listening, we've talked through all of this. So, you know, we're not having a coaching moment. It's or not the first time I'm hearing this. A meeting on the fly. None of this is a surprise. Um, but it just felt like the mood really, really sank. And I was in that moment, I was really bummed because I was like, I what I was thinking at that moment was, oh, Whatever we did at the dinner, I was ineffectual. It didn't work. I didn't really paint the picture super well. Or I didn't make my expectations really clear. And then there were some other things that came up throughout the week, projects that were getting worked on that I didn't think should get worked on. Meanwhile, other things seemed like they were really hard. So all this manifested on a Tuesday. No, it was Monday night. Because we talked Tuesday after orientation. And Monday night was my low point where I was like, I need to talk with Wiser. And it's interesting when I have those those low points. As a business owner, the low points are rarely about the person that I need to have the conversation with and more about myself to where my default is always, if someone's not doing what I need them to do or if my expectation isn't being met, have I been clear about the expectation? Have I painted the picture well of what's important, what we need to work on? And that was where my low point manifested from was like, I haven't been clear about my expectations and the needs of the organization. So I need to have a conversation and make sure those are absolutely crystal clear. And that, yeah, I guess, yeah, that was my low point. And it wasn't, I don't know. I have a different low like Jared's saying, like every week is kind of different. There's yeah. something like that doesn't happen every week. There's something, yeah. you know, all over the place. So shifting to the high points, they're they're connected. Our talk Tuesday after orientation, I thought went really well because from my perspective, all I know is for me is I was able to be completely honest and 
you were really receptive. You know, you were you were taking it all in. You were thinking about it. And your attitude throughout that whole conversation was what we had talked about was, yep, we can do this. That was the first thing. That was like the first thing that you said, not even when it wasn't explicit, you were just, you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That will work. I got an idea for this. This is going to happen here. This is good. And then we were able to get into some more detailed discussion about okay what might be roadblocks but we started with yes and that was a that was a really big win yeah and i left that feeling really good and then there was the other peak that happened this week that had a little valley in it was the next day wednesday when we got together to discuss the passport oh god did did i do something again yeah you did it was it was great no, there was there was one. Oh, I know what you're talking there's about. There's one piece of the passport that wasn't fitting in, and then the, so the passport's interesting because you're quarterbacking this project that's coming from three people's brains. So the ownership team has needs that all need to be filled by the passport, right? Jared's got a checklist of things that need to go in there. I got a checklist of things that need to go in there. Chuck has some things that need to go in there. So. Even though we're coming as a unified front, there are these sometimes one-off conversations where we've got to compartmentalize a little bit and then bring it back together. And there was one piece that wasn't quite fitting in, and we brought this thing to the table, and you were like, this is the first time I've heard about this. And Charles was like, well, I've been talking about it the whole time. And you're like, well, I didn't get the message. And for a moment, your your face and your whole body was just like, uh, it like dipped. There was like a five second window where you looked almost borderline defeated. And then in real time, I saw you come back up out of it. And you were like, okay, cool. Yep. Let me write this up. This is super awesome. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. We're going to make this work. This is going to be perfect. And that was super awesome because I saw you kind of working through your process in real time and I was just so appreciative for the attitude that you had where you got thrown something out of left field and you took it and you just ran with it and it was cool and I could tell I don't know this you could tell me about this my projection was that initially it was a little uncomfortable but you're you were embracing it and I thought that was a huge huge win all these all these things that you've been talking about are things where when I reflect on where I was coming from, it's not as you were saying earlier, you want to be clear as a as a as an owner and as a boss of like, am I putting out the right am I being clear on what my expectations are? And for me, it's never my responses were never from an area of am I of like questioning what the what the need is, but it's questioning my ability on the need. So it's always an inward thing. So when Charles was saying, we need this in here, I've been saying it all along. My response was, well, great. I've been doing a terrible job because apparently I don't know about this thing that has been there apparently all along. So it's like, uh, and then you're right. I did in that moment. It's like, okay, cool. Well, it's been there all along, so let's figure it out. <laughs> but same thing with the video stuff. Like my first response was, I I try to break it down in my head. I do order of operations. And it's like, well, I'm going to need to do this, this, and this. So I'm just 
that's just the way my brain works where it's just like, and then I get ahead of myself. And so now it's just being clear in knowing that, cool, that's just you. Those are just your thoughts on the work. You still agree. We said this on the Tuesday meeting where it's, where I said, yeah, I totally agree. On Friday, I was trying to say, yes, let's go. And, but I wasn't saying it in the right order. Cause I think, I think on Friday I said something like, I'm down for this. Don't get me wrong. I just think this, this, and this. (laughs) So it's just learning how I perceive the feelings and how I share and how I share my response to it. Right. And that I'm clearly presenting them in the right order. Well, one of the things that you said about Friday too was, look, I'm really down for this. I want to be here. If I didn't want to be here, I wouldn't show up. Me showing up is voting for everything that we're doing. Because if I wasn't voting for that, I would just go get another job. I would be somewhere else. Like, So when I lead with questions or concerns, you're saying, in my mind, it's implied that I'm down. So if I ask, well, then we're going to need to do this, and then we're going to need to do that, maybe I'm just hearing that we're going to need to do this and that part, but something that you're also saying or trying to say with your presence is, I'm here, let's do the work. Yeah. And I think that that perception is is pretty interesting because, you know, so much communication is nonverbal and we can only gather so much of it, there's there's all these different things that you're looking at when you're communicating with someone, right? Oh, yeah. You're looking at their body language, you're looking at the face that they're making, and it's really hard to blur that line between some of its projection, but but we have to be aware of what we're you know what we're putting out there, and I think that's an important thing for people to realize that if you show up to a job, even if you feel like you're projecting, you know, confidence or positivity or whatever it is, you may or may not be, and that's an interesting thing to just kind of check and and. It's something to work on aside from the skills of, oh, this is how I'm making the video or this is how we're creating the passport. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's something that for me I've been trying to... I've been trying to overcome because it's a lot of things where... um, Like you said, Charles was saying, well, I work with people that understand my... understand my tech, like my style and who I am as a leader and work well with that. Yeah. So I hear that. And in moments of where I see that I'm being a downer to you, that just doubles down on me where it's like, Oh, I'm the problem here. I'm not supposed like he could probably be doing better if I wasn't here. And it's, and it's like, it, it's hard. Cause that just gives me another layer of things to overcome. Right. It's almost but, it spins in but a, knowing, downward spirals a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help. It just weights it. Weights all the other things you're trying to deal with. Yeah. So it's understanding that and overcoming it is hard, but it's it's possible. Yeah. For sure. Hi, Jared. What's up? <laughs> cool combo, bros. Ups and downs. <laughs> cool, dude. Those are those are things. Those are things. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just I'm thinking about it. But I mean there's also there's also space for people to have like a moment and then need to come, you know, to reflect on what's going on too, and then come back and like, for me, somebody can have a challenging moment and still pop back and do amazing work. So I don't yeah. think, and I don't think either of you are saying that that's not allowed either, yeah. <clears throat> but I think if you were to maybe take this broad scope, cause that is, it's personal, but it also can translate to what everybody else is doing. It's, 
it's looking at the difference between what the job is for the individuals and the expectations of the job. So yeah, I'm hearing Chris say being clear about that and then the expectations, that's helpful, right? And should that be a helpful and, and clear somewhere else? I think there's still space for all of the emotions. What might be helpful is that people remember like what the success and goals of their job might be. So taking you out of the equation, Wiser. Thank God. It, well, <laughs> take me no, out. I mean, but using the same concept, right? It's like, no matter how you or Chris or anybody feels, there's certain things that need to get done to make a place successful. And there's certain requirements of each job and leader along the way that are necessary for anything good to happen and or be sustained, right? Yeah. So for me, you know, some of the work, my highs have been continuing to connect with people on those concepts and getting them on board where we in the past have lived in a place where you could you could bring feelings over execution to the table and allow for feelings and struggles and hardship to live in place of uh, forward movement, progression, success of projects, you know, and we have, and I think a lot of companies might live in a place where they feel like it's hard to move forward, whether it was hard to execute on anything because we'll leave, we'll live in, well, yeah, because the default is all this stuff is gonna be really hard. There's this, that, and the other. And you end up talking about feelings versus maybe saying, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have some feelings about it. I'm going to need to like go take a break or whatever, take tomorrow, go home, process this stuff. But there's going to still need to be an attack plan and we're going to still need to move forward and bring that to the table tomorrow. Like, because me, Jared or Chris, or even you with whoever you might be working with as a leader, maybe aren't equipped to go through all the emotional feelings that go along with work, the emotional feelings that go along with living in one of the most expensive cities. Like all that stuff is real. Yeah. But it's also not the job of any one of our leaders to, to shoulder or the company, unfortunately, you know, our job is to continue to provide our best, foot forward to do what we do and over time hopefully there's an ability to do more with the people that we have and offer more to them but without without a buy-in and understanding of yes i have this job here and this is how we move through it it becomes tough you know it can become tough so for me that's just something i'm picking up when i'm listening to this story that has less to do with you and more just a concept for people to grab onto the highs and lows for me do have to do with concepts like that right more alignment more belief that we can move in a positive direction and knowing that we're moving away from, or, or not even moving away, that's the wrong term, but moving more towards articulation of job expectations and the clarity of what those goals look like yeah, and making uh, those the goals. There's, there's multiple things in there that I'm, I'm hearing. It's, Chris, a lot of our conversations, a lot of our overly long, lengthy conversations I you end up saying multiple times like, well, I'm not a therapist, but dot dot dot. Yeah, and I think that bridges this thing where the team members come together, and especially when somebody cares really some really closely about something, mm-hmm. it it becomes more a part of them, and so they bring more a part of themselves to the table, and you get into those deep things that might not be work related but like are how you show up at work. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, there's a lot of these things where it's like, cool, I might just be a broken person that needs to work on a lot of stuff. Like if we, we talk about teamwork as one of our values yeah. and we talk about, we use a sports analogy a lot and how we show up as a team. Sure. We all need to get good individually, but when we come together as a, you know, on the floor or in a meeting, we're showing up as a team to work mm-hmm. together. 
Um, and the personal individual work, you know, I still need to be putting the reps in at home to make sure I'm operating as the best person I can. Sure. Um, not just at home, but like no, on my own go. time to make going. sure that I'm operating the best I can for everyone else and not yeah. bringing my own issues to make everyone else have to deal with them. Sure. I think some of it is also just being able to be aware that that's yeah. what's happening. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah. You're still t- is the way you're talking about it is great and it's showing some like a form of ownership, but it's also still bringing it like it's a negative thing. There's a difference between uh, yeah, I don't I mean it as that, a negative thing. Yeah. It's just an awareness sort of thing. Totally, where it's yeah. just like it's an, it's well, enough, it can turn into a negative thing. Yeah, dip, because like you can make it feel negative for yourself and actually give oh, yourself. Oh yeah, it's another weight that gets added to that line of well, and if things. and if you're incapable of handling what you need to handle so much so that you actually can't do the work here here's the yeah, here's the situation that i don't want to happen this would be a terrible situation and this is you know let, let's let's tie reality to some hypotheticals you know we've had these conversations where i've said some of those things i'm not a therapist but we've also had some conversations where i've felt you know we've been pretty open about this where i've been like i i don't want to have this conversation again because it's the same conversation as last week, two weeks ago, through, and we're not solving work-related things. It's yeah. all very feelings-based. Yeah. So what I would hate to happen is to have someone like you, you're incredibly passionate about Cat and Cloud. You've been here since day one, even though you haven't been an employee. You're really engaged in our culture. And my belief from the outside looking in is you're someone who genuinely loves and cares for this business, and that's awesome. You also have a skill set that we need. So those are two really positive things that are meshing together yeah. that point me towards, I want to work with people who are genuinely excited about what we do. Right. Right. That's, that's a good way to go. But if the other stuff gets so becomes so obtrusive that we can't do what we need to do, those two other things don't really matter. Like yeah. if we're so stuck because we just can't say yes and we'll figure it out and are just like, I don't know. I got to do that. I just can't. Because one of the things that I know that I can't do long term as a leader, because we are a really founder driven business and we're still we're still in a building phase is. If I have X amount of hours at work, I can't spend a good chunk of those defending or justifying all my ideas. Yeah. Like we can take the time to explain the why and everybody can understand yeah. it's really important like that's good why do we need to do what we're doing what does this work mean how is it going to help us move forward but if it gets to the point to where you're just continually in defense mode and over explaining everything at some point it's just too much energy and it gets into what you're saying jared which is man if we took all of this discussion we're having and actually just spend some time doing, doing the work, we would be so much more ahead. So I need someone who is a default believer. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you are, and you're saying you have some things to work on yourself, as we all do. Like, yeah. every, everybody has baggage, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's important to realize that we, you know, I don't, you know, everyone's going to work on it in their own way. But it's not like those things don't cross over into the work sphere, and we have to 
learn to control them if we're going to continue to do work at a high level or be where we want to be or, or mm. you know, make our biggest contributions. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, so much of my history and being in leadership, especially in moving through phases where you get to upper, upper leadership where you're kind of sitting with, like, say, a, a team leader, an assistant manager, manager, and above for a, for a majority of the conversations that I remember in the past that are really poignant and big, they oftentimes have less to do with what we're doing at work and the execution of goals because potentially the goals aren't clear or there's an allowance of, of a culture of let's talk about how we feel about everything and find reasons to like, it's, it becomes more of a vent session. And so maybe my ask and my call to action for people is to begin to see that Every, everybody who is in any form of leadership should and could be being held accountable to a, a job, right? And a job description. And that then does not mean by any shape or form that this person as a boss or a leader doesn't care about you as a person. However, their job is not to take care of you as a person. Their job is to develop you and work with you to achieve goals. Yeah. And when... <clears throat> A lot of people don't like that concept. A lot of people take that concept and say, well, that's corporate work, right? You just become a cog in the system. And that's not necessarily true. Most I don't people think have, anything's further from the truth, I honestly. agree. I agree yeah. with you. But what happens is that excuse becomes the problem. And then uh, you end up leaving all of these places where you could develop and continue to further a culture where both and are true. You're, you're cared about. You're developed. You're building something amazing. You can grow to the sky's the limit together yeah. should you be willing to participate in it. And you end up going and exploring and having a hard time, maybe doing something on your own, and then ultimately working for a lot bigger of a company because you need a job where that's it's actually less personal. So yeah. I think our growth and our ability to mature as young business, young workers in the world is to notice that and be okay with, you know, I'm here to achieve some goals. I hope this job develops me and the people and the leaders at this job continue to develop me. And I enjoy doing what they do here. Let me come play a part in that. Then you can have such a more healthy look at what you're doing every single day personally and have maybe a little less stress on like, well, they're not, you know, they're not adhering to my personal needs. It's like they're never going to, they never should. Yeah. So that, that I think is an opportunity for everybody to maybe check yourself. There's too many things in the world to get into that are weights that have to do with social dynamics and political dynamics that shouldn't be brought to the workplace for the most part anyway. And that's not because we don't care about them. It's because that's not what this business signed up for. You can go do that somewhere else. Less to do with a good business or a bad business. There's just places for all these things, you know? Yeah. And you have to learn to recognize where to explore those things and where not to. And I think that's a healthy boundary to start setting with yourself. Can you can you imagine if you went to Disneyland and Mickey's in the corner talking about who he voted for or politics? Like, sure, or anything. I mean, really. just having a bad day. Yeah. It's, you know... I, it's bringing people along with you on a journey that's that's distracting from what you're trying to do. Like anywhere, it's just what if that was the case here? Like you're just bringing everybody on the bummer town of expressing that it's hard to live here. It's like they also know that it's hard to live here, and that's that's hard. Like the, I get it. Yeah, there was something that uh, the first time. Sorry, the heat is intense today. No, no, you're not. You're not alone. It's surprisingly hot. Okay, this is even better. I mean, we could bring up global warming and just start talking about my issues right now well, if you guys want to, but that's not part of what we look do the here. the other way because my nose is just... <laughs> nose goes. I when we were when we first switched over our values of 
month or two ago, the first orientation after that, where we were going over them, um, I talked about, again, the value of teamwork and how I brought up a touch point where we used to share in it, which was um, an old value of empathy and intentionality, where it's you can understand that somebody might be having a bad a bad day and you can empathize with them for that, but that... And so I used that in saying, like, come in as a team. We're working together as a team. Um, that, you know, if you're having a bad day, that's fine. Everybody has those. But know that you when you're showing up, you're showing up for everyone else, not just yourself. And I, the first time I said it, I was saying... You know, maybe it's good. Maybe you can distract yourself from your problems and like focus on these other things. And that works for me sometimes. I have tasks sure. that I do. Lose that yourself in the work a I'll, little. I, and like my brain will start to process, whereas I wasn't processing it when I was focusing on it. So mm-hmm. it's it's difficult because there are these times where personal growth comes when you're in these places where it's not about you. Yeah. So it's just like I said earlier, where it's really hard when somebody cares so much about a place it becomes personal yeah and so it's just hard it's a sticky situation it's it's not like a this and that it's a gradient between the two sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) what you got i don't know good question i don't know oh you just it's a little something well when you're saying you know it's it's not about you, and sometimes maybe these ideas are conflict conflicting. I mean, the best way that you can serve yourself is by serving others. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you think giving feels so good? Yeah. And that's what we do at every level here. And in the cafe, when we're talking about empathy, we're talking about seeing things through the guest's eyes, meeting other people's needs. It's yeah. not about what we want. It's about what they want. And then you're saying the same thing about teamwork. Yes, you might be having a bad day, but that doesn't mean you get to drag the whole team down. Once you sh- decide to show up, and clock in, you're on stage like everybody else. And if you absolutely can't do that, just stay home. Don't come. I'm serious. Yeah. It's, if you can't show up and be a professional, you know, if you're, you made the Disneyland analogy. If you show up and you're wearing the Mickey costume and you're having a bummer day, sorry, you can't be Mickey and be all moping around the park. It's not going to work. And the same thing applies here. You can't be having a bad day and let it show to the guests because that's not fair or empathetic to them at all. So, yeah. I mean, empathy's not just a, look at me, I'm having a bad day. It's, it's 360-degree empathy, empathy yeah. that's all around. And, yeah, you want to feel good about yourself? Do something good for someone. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty well documented. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty well documented. I'm serious. Uh, well, it I is. No, I mean, it, uh, yeah, altruism is a thing. Yeah, it's a it's a big thing. Yeah. I, I you know what I mean? It's like I'm just it honestly doesn't matter how you feel. I mean, if you feel shitty coming to work day after day, week after week, month after month, maybe look into it, there's something going on, you might be at the wrong place. But on a random here and there, it doesn't matter. The days that life. I get up, I don't feel like doing the work. It doesn't matter what I feel like. It means I, I, I decided to be a professional, so I show up and I get what needs to get done, done. 
I can do it on a bad day. I can do it on the best day. Sure, it's more fun on the best day, but I still have to do it on the bad day, you know? Yeah. If we only worked when we felt 100%, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, nothing would happen. I get that for sure. You know? For sure. Who does things only when they want to do things? Children. Kids. Lucky. Two-year-olds. Lucky kids, They're like, I want this. I want that. I want this. I feel this. I feel that. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be really happy, you know? The defining aspect of being an adult is not being a slave to your emotions. Right. You have agency over your emotions. You can feel a certain way and decide to not entertain that feeling. Yeah. Called being an adult. Chris is going real hot right now. That's And that's the opportunity and work we have to do. He's taking the sunlight and just reflecting it through his mouth. Photosynthesizing my brain. Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for being awesome. We'll be back next week.